Welcome to my Beauty Fuel Food by JJ, a yoga and wellness expert from New York living in Paris. JJ seeks out creatives and entrepreneurs who exemplify a vision of how to live a good life. Welcome to our very high vibrational lifestyle. It would be amazing if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or Deezer. It helps us to keep going and keep motivated. So this evening, I have the enormous pleasure to be speaking with Dana, who is the founder of Noise Skincare. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So first of all, I'd love to know how Noise Skincare was born. It has been an enormous success, but I, everything starts somewhere. Can you give us a little bit more information? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I've been an esthetician for about 14 years now. And obviously, um, you know, I had to get my feet wet and learn the business. And I didn't know what I wanted to do really um, at a high school. I just, my mother's an acupuncturist. So I, I might have wanted to go that route. So I was, just wasn't sure. I wanted to do something, something with health um, and beauty because I suffered a lot with my skin um, as a teen a lot. And it really, really, really affected me in so many ways. So um, the way that I got my skin cleared up was through acupuncture and herbs. And so I just wanted to test that out to see if it was for me, if it was something that I loved and saw myself doing. So I actually attended uh, a year and a half of acupuncture school, Chinese medicine, and it wasn't really quite for me. And so I, you know, talking to a colleague of mine, like a friend of mine that was studying at the same time, we were just brainstorming. And she was like, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, this doesn't feel, this doesn't feel right. And she was like, well, you're obsessed with skin. Like you always talk about skin. Why don't you become an esthetician? So it was almost like a light bulb went out, you know, went off. And it was just like, I found my calling. I, I knew the minute she said that, I knew that that's what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And it was such an incredible feeling because I didn't even attend school yet, but I knew how much I would love it. And so I went to school for that. I did my license. You know, school for estheticians is kind of nonsense. Um, you don't really learn anything. Um, and the real, real work and uh, learning experience and uh, growing happens when you actually start working on clients and just by experience. So from there, I worked at a couple of spas, got my feet wet had a really, really tough time, um, you know, just kind of getting information and nobody really wanted to help. And continuing education was always like, well, where are you supposed to continue education from in this field? That's actually um, good. Uh, and it was just a lot of my own research and learning that really uh, got me to where I am today. Nobody, honestly, nobody helped me. And that's the sad thing about our industry. And I think that's changing now as well with social media, which is really nice. So yeah, just from then on, I was, uh, you know, kind of, it was a lot of work. It was a hustle. And I, my husband was like, let's create something, you know, let's just, let's do a spa. And I was like, no, I'm not ready. At this point I was four years in. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not ready. You know, give me like two more years. He was like, you're ready. We could do this. Like he wanted to create a business. He just didn't know what, but he really believed in me and he, he saw it, you know, he saw that he had the vision. So 
just for a conversation turned into us looking for a location, turned into signing, turned into, you know, literally just opening up the spa and not having one, like not having a clue of how we were going to get a client uh, through our door, which was on the 18th floor um, of a big commercial building. So that's really where it started. That's how it started. It's not, it's not anything that we had such a plan for. We just kind of did it. We went for it. That is an incredible success story. And I really strongly believe that passion projects are the ones that just explode the most and have the most impact. And it's, I think, so also inspiring to others who look at your account and are so inspired by it to see that, you know, you just started like everyone else. To go back to your roots, I really think, I mean, you don't hear every day um, somebody who grew up with a mother as an acupuncturist. What was that like growing up? So she actually started studying to become an acupuncturist when I, uh, I think I was about 13, if I'm not mistaken. And so I didn't necessarily, she was a full-time stay-at-home mother. And then she, you know, once we got a little older, she wanted to go back to school and she just found her passion. And I mean, she is you know, so incredible and so in, in every way. And, um, you know, at that time, I just looked up to her in every way as a woman, as, uh, you know, with her practice. And so I kind of wanted to emulate it for that reason. But really where it shifted for me was what acupuncture did for my skin, you know. So it was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I love acupuncture. It's definitely saved my life a couple of times for sure. (laughs) Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, even, and so you asked me about how it was growing up, like growing up, I didn't really, she was in the studying phase. She was in the learning phase. So I didn't really benefit from her knowledge and expertise until later on. And now we really work closely together and she's so knowledgeable and she just has a gift when it comes to um you know working with people and 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 just she continues to study and we just we we have this incredible passion to help people with their skin but obviously that's not all she treats um but we're always always wanting to just learn more and i think that that's in any industry that's where you become great you know you're always a student. I totally, totally, totally agree. Um, one of my best friends is in naturopathy school right now, and I'm so interested by all of that. And I'm like, tell me everything you're learning. And she just loves telling me, and I love learning. And um, one thing that I find really interesting about Noi um, is, so there's this huge explosion of people being super interested in gua sha's and, you know, working on their skin using different... Um, elements. Is this something you learned in esthetics when you were in school to be an esthetician? How did you begin to incorporate that into your method? Yeah. So it's crazy because like I said, in school, you don't learn anything. And it's so sad. You know, first of all, I feel like they should teach us about skincare in in school, like growing up. Because, you know, for me, it's not a vain thing. It's such, it really, really messed with my self-confidence growing up. And you know, so I understand people that struggle with their skin and you can't just be like, well, you're beautiful on the inside and you're good. Like get over it. You know, it's just, it, 
really does affect your confidence. And so I, <clears throat> I feel like, you know, in school, the schooling for estheticians should definitely be stronger and definitely be better. But unfortunately, it is what it is. And you got to kind of take it into your own hands and learn on your own. But the most amazing thing now is social media. And somebody with my account, for example, I share so much to you know, so that estheticians can learn and feel comfortable and, and just spread their wings because nobody shared with me. The reason why on social media, I, I do what I do you know, I don't just show what I do, but I explain what I do because it's not just for my consumer. It's also for the esthetician because I know that feeling. It's so horrible when you first learn and it's just, it's, it, it's so helpful when other people are open and, and they open their practice to you to just learn from, from you. So I, I just want to give what I didn't receive. And I, I see, I see that it's really helping a lot of women. And in terms of washa, that's why also um, <clears throat> I share so much of that because it isn't the conventional thing that we learn in school. You know what I mean? So you have those estheticians coming out of school and being like, what is all of this? You know, what is massage and what, you know, I learned in school a little bit of massage and hardly anything. And what is this washa? Washa is a form of massage. And what is what are all of these things that you're doing to, to the skin um, that's so different than what I learned in school? And so all of that I learned first off from my mom. I know about gua sha for, for a very long time. It's very different form on the body. It's um, very vigorous and it releases to toxins and, uh, you know, stagnation. But on the face, we actually, I honestly cannot remember the single moment that I learned about it, but with a person, the woman who founded, um, I don't know if you saw the white jade that I use, it's uh, by Nafeli. She's an acupuncturist that oh, wow. we've been carrying. Yeah, we've been carrying her products in our, in our spa for a very long time, a couple of them through my mom's practice. And we know about her for many, many years, but then she started, you know, talking more and more about her white jade. And so that kind of in Intri intrigued me and I just wanted to learn more. And so I started just researching and researching and I found this other woman, Cecily Braden, who also learned from uh, Nefeli, from, from uh, Dr. Zhang. Um, and then she came up with her, she uh, produced her own stone, which is fantastic as well. And she kind of comes at it from a different, a little bit of a different um practice, but similar, obviously, but she incorporated her own background into that. And it, it's just grown from then. You know, I, I, I learned about it from Dr. Zane because I saw her stone, but then I did my own research, found Cecily and learned from her. Then I went back and learned from Dr. Zane. And, you know, I, I obviously um, kind of fused both of their teachings and, and practice it now. That is fantastic. And so interesting that you know, everything really does come together and that your upbringing, your mom's profession and you, what you've created, um, it's it's a real family business. And you can also see that with your Instagram. I love how you integrate your whole family into the whole thing. It's not just a one shot skincare Instagram. It's really like we get a walk into your life. And that's so human, I feel like. 
Thank you. I mean, it didn't start off that way. You know, it, it didn't, I didn't intend to include my family. I didn't intend to show so much. It was really a skincare uh, page at first. And honestly, I, I just got into social media like two years ago, you know, so I, I didn't even know what my, my role or what, what I was going to be providing somebody. I just knew that when I just knew what I was missing. I was missing um, from skincare accounts and from beauty accounts. I was missing that visual element, that 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 visual element that you feel what they're doing. And so I just started to to. It was kind of like an epiphany. Like I just started to make videos, you know, make videos of my massage in the treatment room, make videos of me giving facials, make videos of me doing gouache on myself, facial massage. And then, you know, slowly, slowly, I had more of an, uh, more estheticians as my audience. And of course, consumers, clients who wanted me to help them with their skin. And then my family just kind of like, you know, that just kind of came naturally, honestly. I was going to ask you um, about that because you do have quite a fantastic following and some real big, big fans. How did people start coming up to that 18th floor um, to get treatments? How did it all begin? Yeah. So in the beginning, we, you know, we made this beautiful spa. We found a beautiful little, you know, we made, we, we basically gut renovated it um, and did what we could with whatever money savings we had, which was not a lot at all. And, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't think too much about how we just did. And I, I feel like when you're you know, definitely you hear both sides, like you should have a business plan, but then at the same time, you should just, you know, you should just go for it. And we just went for it. We didn't think too much into it. We went for it. And obviously when we first opened, we were like, oh crap, like what are we going to do now? You know? And so my husband uh, was the receptionist. I was the practitioner and my mom had a practice in Long Island, but I, you know, I, I begged her just come to the city twice a week and, you know, treat people internally as I treat them externally with acupuncture. And so that's how we kind of, uh, uh, started our practice together, but he just kind of like uh, went around in the neighborhood and was giving out, I mean, I can't even tell you, like just walking door to door and giving out, uh, discounts and promotions. And we just tried everything in that avenue and like nothing was really working and it was stressful but at the time I don't know if you remember Lifebooker was very popular so do you remember Lifebooker? I don't like it was kind of like a Groupon a guilt we had reached out and we decided you know what let's just get on Lifebooker get on the deal site and accumulate uh, give the best service, not less than great. And it doesn't matter how much money we lose or, you know, not make. Um, and let's just accumulate good reviews and, and a good name and, you know, grow our name like that. And that's exactly what we did. We, I hustled in the room from nine in the morning to nine at night by myself, back to back doing laser treatments, microdermabrasions, whatever it is that we were, we were doing at the time. And 
I saw literally up to 20 clients a day back to back and just nonstop. He was in the front desk taking, you know, taking appointments and booking and, and checking people out, learning the business from, you know, within. Um, and we just, we, we were five stars on Yelp. Yelp was big back then. And, and, we just got really good reviews and that's how people started. We were able to then stop life booker after about, I would say seven months. Um, I hired at that point, I think two, two people because we were growing, uh, fast and it was just, I wanted to create an ambiance. I wanted to create a home, a homey vibe and, you know, very personable. I didn't, I wanted it, it cause it, because it was a factory like, treatment, I have to say, because it was like half hour back to back, but it didn't feel like a factory. You know what I mean? Um, and that's what people felt. Yeah, that's what people felt. That's what they reviewed. And, and that's how we grew our name. That is such a beautiful success story. Um, I'd love to turn it a little bit back over to you um, as a mom, uh, an entrepreneur, a business founder. Um, I'm sure you have a couple of beauty routines. Um, how do you take time for yourself and do you have any little tips and tricks that you can share with us how to keep your skin glowing and how to stay positive? Cause you seem really like just someone you want to be friends with, like really a sweetie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I mean, look, it's, I am, I have to say, you know, Instagram and you know how this is like. You, you see a lot of my life, but you don't see everything. And it's, it's, it's a lot like what's going on in my life right now. It is, I'm so grateful and so thankful, but it is hard work. You know, I am not stopping my husband, my partner, he's not stopping. And we have three little babies. I mean, while building this business, um, and literally almost hitting rock bottom, like hitting rock bottom and losing it because, we just didn't have, it wasn't, it wasn't it yet. You know, we didn't grow it to where, you know, I told you that we, we grew it really quickly at the beginning, but then it kind of, kind of tapered off and it kind of was stagnant for a while. And we had to, I had to keep learning and I had to brand myself, you know, and that was all in that time. I also had three little babies within five years and we have no nanny. We have no, we have no help, you know? So Positive, staying positive is the only way. It's the only way you cannot, I cannot take myself so seriously. I cannot take my, all the craziness so seriously. I just kind of succumb to the craziness and I go with it. And I definitely, definitely stress that there's always, always time for self-care. It's, it's five minutes to whatever you want to take 30 minutes in the morning and at night for self-care and there are no excuses, you know, because I know with my hectic life, it's all about time management and it's all about what you set for yourself and your priorities and your goals. And I know that I'm feeling my best when I work out and when I take care of my skin, my skin is, is a big part of my, my happiness. And like I said, for me, it's not a vain thing. It's more of a health thing, you know? And so I, I make sure to make time for that, you know, and, and I, I really try to stress that to, I really try to show that on my social media platform that, um, what you see I'm doing, you know, I'm not, I'm not, it's not, nothing is, is just talk. It's all do, you know? So 
I, I, and I see every day clients writing to me, people from all over the world, like you've inspired me to take care of my skin and my skin is so much better. And thank you so much. You changed my life. And that's my purpose on Instagram, you know? Yeah. You almost took the words out of my mouth. That's what I was going to say is like, that's what is so beautiful about sharing those moments. And that's also one of like, I think the really positive things about Instagram, if you do use it to share part of your life is that it forces you to kind of see the the bright side of things because I mean, of course you can share negative things or, or, you know, things that happen in life that aren't as awesome, but the fun part is to share the happy times and it forces you to take those happy times for yourself. I agree. And, and also just sorry to add to that. I'm definitely whatever, whatever happens in my life, good or bad, like I'll always share it with, with my audience, but you know, I choose and it's not, a lot of people say, um, you know, I only choose to share the happiness because everything else is private or for me, I, I choose to just always constantly try to be in a state of positive thinking and positive positivity. And so that is what I try to to share is just to give somebody some light and love and positive vibes. And I, I don't, you know, if somebody copies me for something, I'll give you an example. I see so much, so many people just, sh- just, you know, calling people out for, for, for taking their, their words or for copying or whatever it is, whatever it is for me, I just, I don't like to focus on the negative. You know, I like to focus on the positive. There's so much beauty in this world. And just to share kindness and just good, I, I for me, that's what I look in. If I'm following somebody who who's good and but is constantly sharing a little bit of just negativity, you know what I mean? It's it's just it affects me. I, I don't I don't get drawn to that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you. I think that, um, positivity and, and good intention brings more good intention and, and more positivity. And that's definitely something that, um, that streams and, you know, shines, shines out from your account. That is for sure. In terms of self-care for you, what is like, your top three go-to moments. I'm going to take self-care from me. I'm going to make, turn this moment around where I just want to feel a little boost. What do you do? So first off for me, obviously like what I eat is really important. Um, I don't really care too much about how my body looks. It's more about how I feel because after three babies, obviously my body changed. It's, it's good, but it's not by any means where it was. And, you know, I, I developed Hashimoto's after my last pregnancy, which is an autoimmune. And I, I know that I have to keep myself healthy in how I eat. So I, I'm never, I was never a diet person, but I do like to make sure, like, I don't like to deprive myself of anything, but I like to start my day always right. So with some fruit makes me feel good. Um, you know, the Fohau tea that I drink, the prebiotic, taking my vitamin D supplement, just doing a couple of proactive things, drinking my water with my lemon all throughout the day, not only in the morning, um, to better hydrate my body, just being proactive about just a little bit of little, like little habits that I have make me feel better. Um, and then along with that, 
gua sha in the morning. I, I almost, you know, at least three to four times a week I do. It just makes me feel so good because it releases so much tension that I have in my shoulders and in my neck. And then <clears throat> reflexology, facial reflexology just is my meditation. You know, I wish I got into meditation. I haven't yet. I still want to. Um, but facial reflexology for me is my form of meditation and I do it every single morning. And how do you make sure to find time for yourself amongst three kids, family, this whole crazy life, Instagram? What are your keys? God, that's, that's, yeah. So, (laughs) um, you, I can always do better for sure. Um, I believe that waking up early is like when you have kids, it's just a must, you know, and I, I wake up at six o'clock in the morning. So I wish I could wake up earlier. Um, before all this, I was sometimes waking up at five o'clock. Sometimes I'd go to the gym around that time, you know, to my Pilates class around six. Um, that's really when I get in what I have to do, but the earlier I'm awake, the more productive I feel like I am throughout the day. Um, and I just manage my time. I don't know what, what are some tips that I do? It's, it's tough. It's a tough one because kids, it's, it's always, they're always in different moods in the morning. It's the craziness is not crazy every morning. Sometimes it's different. So I kind of just work around their mood sometimes, you know, um, but I do a lot when my son is asleep, is napping. That's honestly, there isn't like one thing. I'm not super uh, regimented in the morning because I just can't be right now with these little babies. Totally, totally normal. What about in the evening? <clears throat> oh my God, I'm so exhausted in the evening. Nothing is getting done. Like I know people are so, they, they just get like a second wind. I know so many moms that prepare and get a second wind. Like I, I, it looks like I have my stuff together, but honestly, I don't have a calendar. I don't have, I'm honestly the most disorganized person that you will meet when it comes to like, just organization and in general of what I have to do. Um, It's crazy. So at night it's nothing is happening. I'm sitting down and like maybe working on some content for the, for the next, the next couple of days or, but even that, like, I don't really work on my content. It just kind of comes to me at the moment. Like I I basically share my skin regimen or what I'm doing that day. I share what I, I'm eating or where I'm going. I don't really prepare content. And that's totally okay. I totally feel you at the evening thing. Like I am the same way. I think that everyone's kind of formulated differently. And that's why I'm sure you get tons of DMs of people asking you, um, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? But, you know, it's semi, it's different for everybody. But I definitely think that your self-care tip is, is key. And um, it's really good to hear that even from somebody who is so busy that they make sure to put that time in for themselves. I just feel like there's no excuse, you know? Um, I feel like, look, we all have our different priorities. So my job on, on my platform, I feel is to just show people that they, they could, if they wanted to, they could. Um, 
like I, and and you would just find the time, you know. So you wake up a little earlier. So you, you know, instead of um, watching something at night, I don't know, you go upstairs and do your gua sha, or you know, literally your 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 skincare routine takes not no longer than two minutes, you know, and then. It's just about putting in the the time, setting the time aside, and you don't have to have it all figured out, but there is time to do it. I love that. Thank you so much for spending this time with us and with me this evening in Paris and midday for you in New York. <clears throat> yeah, this was fun. This was fun.